I'm Devin Barnes. With me always is the Professor X to my Logan, Liam Whalen. Yo, yo, yo. Thanks for tuning in to the big episode 20 of the Geeked Up Podcast. Yeah, it's uh, good to be back, although I just have to point out it's actually uh, not the Geeked Up Podcast. This is actually the Reeked Up Podcast. I got the cards confused. <laughs> it's not the Geeked time. Up Podcast. Uh, we were right all along. <laughs> But thanks for tuning in. It's going to be a <laughs> good one. I've been waiting for yeah. that. Uh. <laughs> and, uh, of course, before we jump in this episode, remember to uh, check out episode 19, Game Time, with uh, Secret Agent Ronnie. Yes. We, uh, I guess we had the uh, post-Trump election blues. <laughs> yeah. Or uh, we delved into the world of politics. Yes, that's right. In lieu of a game, we decided to talk out the issues of the day with Secret Agent Ronnie. Yeah. And this who has since disappeared. He's yeah. no, not a trace to be found. No social media posts. It was our very Conspicuous by his absence is uh, Secret Agent Ronnie. He went out, then the next day he went out to a Russian restaurant for a big plate of goulash. <laughs> we haven't, and he's never been seen since. Yeah, he was very good Coincidence? About it. I think not. Even the whole time he was here, we never saw his face. It was all blurry the whole time. <laughs> so it was, uh... He was talking in some ridiculously cheesy Italian accent <laughs> that had to be fake. It was... <laughs> yeah, so, uh... His Jersey Italian accent <laughs> is, is unfortunately not as ridiculous as I'd like, but... So remember to check that one out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But then it got lightened up with a hilarious game of uh, me and Liam picking our uh, cabinets of fake movie presidents <laughs> and political figures. That's true. We did get a game in there. Yeah, yeah despite everything. <laughs> the darkest of days. But, uh, <laughs> All right. But now we're getting back to form where it's episode 20. So we're going to be doing what we've been doing for the past 19 episodes. We're going to be delivering the geeked up news. Coming at you all the time when we feel like it. <laughs> the real news. The real geeked up show. But of course, in true form, before we get into the news, we've got a little uh, R.I.P. news. Pretty recent. Happened like the yeah. morning of the uh, Oscars. Uh, Bill Paxton. Big R.I.P. to Bill Paxton. Yes. Way to uh, kind, of, kind of a surprise, you know? I mean, still a, a relatively young guy. Great actor he's been. He was kind it's of not more... 2016 anymore. I thought that <laughs> shit was supposed to stop. Yeah, right. He's, I guess, is the first. Uh, is he the first celebrity death of 2017? Is he the first big? Did Carrie Fisher die pre 2016 or post 2017? I was gonna say uh, 92, but what <laughs> but it might have been it might have been yeah. post 2017. But yeah, she, she might she might have been uh, right around there, yeah. but. Yeah, I think Pax was the first 17. But lows. yeah, 2016 was a was a tough year for the celebrity RIPs. Now Bill Paxton is getting us off to a rough start here in 2017. Yeah. And you know he's been uh, honored on digital media with uh, millions of people just posting Game Over Man memes. <laughs> I uh, like to think everyone that uh, thought they were the first one doing it, like oh, I got a great one. It's Game yeah. Over Man. <laughs> and then because uh, he's dead. Yeah, you, you yeah. see, you get it. You see how that one yeah. works. Way to go, assholes. <laughs> But, uh, you know, there's a lot of great movies. I mean, fucking who can forget uh, Bill Paxton in True Lies? 
as just like the sleazy guy trying to sleep with Jamie Lee Curtis, <laughs> yeah, then getting bullied by Arnold Schwarzenegger and Tom Arnold by no other. <laughs> so I know then Tom Arnold's tough guy role yeah, of uh, true, true Lies. lies. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why his like gangster mafia persona never took off for a yeah, right. crazy old Tom Arnold. Like he could have played a du- or a uh, Dennis Hopper level crazy like. Unhinged psychopath. That's right. But Could we're not Tom talking Arnold. about Tom Arnold. He's somehow still yeah, alive. He's kind of more. <laughs> I know, somehow Tom Arnold. But now he's kind of more known for his recent years. He had a the uh, great role as the guy from Big Love, Big HBO's Love. Big Love, which was critically acclaimed and yeah, whatnot. Great show. He went from like a movie actor. He's one of like the first to do it as like the movie actor going to a TV role and like not yeah. having it be a step down. Like, he oh, went from brilliant move, Paxton. Somehow he went from the guy that got burn uh, that got bullied by Schwarzenegger. He also got bullied by Schwarzenegger in Terminator. <laughs> yeah, so did. I was going to go for the Terminator joke and you actually so he's been bullied but yeah, yeah, he went from the guy that got his jacket taken by Schwarzenegger and Terminator to the uh, head of the of the household in Big Love. So yeah, parallel moves. One somehow. of my favorite uh, Paxton roles, and this one's very specific. But it's uh, if anyone's ever been to Universal Studios in Orlando, Florida, <laughs> there's the Twister ride there. Okay, right? nice. And if you ever been to a Universal Studio, they try to like make the rides have a story. You know what I mean? You're yeah, not just yeah, like for sure. standing in a tornado. You're doing something, but the twi- no, it's like a little mini Twister. You're riding much. the movies. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Like that's their whole. You're attitude. looking you for a G19 or whatever, for just sure. as they were. But this one, it kind of is just you're. Standing there, so the intro to it, like before you go in the room with like the fake tornadoes and the flying cows, there's like a little intro movie, and like first is Helen Hunt. She's like, "Hi, I'm Helen Hunt." Like, filming Twister was a crazy experience, like a lot of fun, like great action movie to do. And then you just like out of the left corner comes in like Bill Paxton, like hair blown and like windswept. He's just like, "Hi, like I'm Bill Paxton." Like, filming Twister was insane, like. I couldn't tell the difference between like real tornadoes and fake tornadoes, <laughs> and just looked so blown away by it. I was like, still kind a of frazzled. Character. You played a good frazzled and, like, by Helen a tornado. Hunt was just, like looking at him, I was like, wait, dude, like you didn't know the difference <laughs> between the fake tornadoes and the real tornadoes? There were no real tornadoes. Well, welcome like, to Universal Studios, yeah. motherfucker. These yeah. <laughs> Bill Paxton's like, these fake tornadoes ride, are legit. It's just like a very insane, I think anyone has ever been to Universal and seen this ridiculous, just <laughs> crazy, wild-eyed Bill Paxton, like, introducing you on this ride. Like, yeah. I don't know if I should go on this thing if it's Bill Paxton. Bill Paxton approved. Like, <laughs> yeah. hop on. If there it, might be a real if tornado If it frazzled Bill there. Paxton to such a degree, I might as well. I can't promise you there's not a real tornado might as well show up there. for the 245 uh, yeah. running of the Twister ride. Yeah. I saw the Waterworld ride kicked ass. So I'm sure the Twister World ride was uh equally yeah. cuz the uh, Waterworld ride in Waterworld ride didn't start off with a shocked Kevin Costner. It was like, <laughs> "Holy shit, like the whole world's not made out of just water?" <laughs> no, it would start with a shocked like audience that they were that they were wasting their time <laughs> running with the Waterworld ride. They yeah, the eight lazy families <laughs> yeah, that like, can't walk around anymore. <laughs> Let's see this show. They didn't have the rights to Batman. We get stuck with Waterworld. So R.I.P. Paxton. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I guess then we'll get into uh, let's get into the news. Big news. The news. The news. The news. Get into the news. Episode twenty. Still don't have a news song. So of course the big news. Everyone's talking about it. Crazy Oscars. We'll get into that, of course. But before we do that, we got to start in fashion and get into like some comic book movie news. And I guess the big one. Almost seems like kicking off the summer movies a little too early because it's right around the corner here. Is uh, Logan is about to come out? 
Yeah, definitely. It feels like it's kicking off the movie season here. Yeah, like the comic book movies usually start like around May, but like Logan's coming out yeah, a little there's early. There's a lot of action behind it. A little pre summer. You know? It's uh, Hugh Jackman's swan song, if you will. He's uh, hanging up the claws. <laughs> this is his last Wolverine movie. He's not did you steal that with one of those from one of those guys that did the game over meme? No, they that's, that's it for a me. good one. That's yeah. that hanging up the claws. Is... I was the first to say it. You heard it here first. <laughs> Everyone else is a copycat. But, uh, yeah. But, yeah, it's the last uh, of the Wolverine movies, last of the uh, X-Men movies as of now. Yeah. And the first of the ones that looks like it's actually going to be pretty good based yeah, on the trailer. <laughs> it's in, uh, another reason, too, why it's coming out, like, a little before summer is because this is the first Wolverine movie, X-Men movie that's not Deadpool, I guess, that is going to be rated R. You know what I mean? Yes. So that's why he's coming out a little bit before summer, because the summer mo- comic book okay, movies are always PG-13, was... yeah, like, worse. Yeah. Because this all the kids are summer kid oriented, it. so it's coming out coming out a little yeah, bit earlier. Can't go see Wolverine. Like, oh, I love the and Wolverine. The opening scenes is like slitting someone's throat <laughs> open. It's like, ah, not this time, bub. And like you said, yeah, the next, uh, the really first big Marvel movie since Deadpool and following mm-hmm. suit again, rated R. Which yeah, rated R. Uh, Realize you can do it. Make a bunch of money on it. Yeah. Why not? It's also just announced that it's uh, Patrick Stewart's last time playing Professor X. Yeah, so not only, I mean, everybody's known about the Hugh Jackman uh, mm-hmm. grand finale, but now Patrick Stewart adds that it's his grand finale, so I guess this kind of ending the, uh, you know... Kind of a lot all, of the cast members. Yeah, it's like, like the... the X-Men franchise. Yeah, so it's the last movie of the Wolverine, and like you said, except for Deadpool, there's really nothing else in the Marvel Universe in yeah. terms of movies that Even are Even like out. the uh, prequel ones, like the First Class and X-Men Apocalypse and the Time Travel one. They fucking, um... They're all done with their contracts. Like yeah. all of them, like Fastbender's done, McAvoy's done, Jennifer Lawrence. None of them like have. And I think that it's common uh, common thought for most comic book movie fans is about time because it's been a pretty yeah. universally not liked franchise for like the iconic but still character. Makes a bunch of money, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, but I mean, money still... doesn't really matter in these comic book movies. They're all gonna make yeah, a lot true. of money, but none of the comic book fans like him or whatever. And everybody's kind of been thirsting as much as everybody loves yeah. Hugh Jackman, and it really spawned his career. This is his like millionth Wolverine role over the last mm. 15 years and now he's this huge big movie star or whatever so then what do you do but this you is really his series, first right? role was was Wolverine his first role was Wolverine yeah his he first kind like of Australian his first actor. big famous role was Wolverine one know? of the people they offered it to was uh, Russell Crowe they wanted to uh and, but then they, uh, if you look back, dude, hilarious kind of stance. Stan Lee said like he always imagined Bob Hoskins to play Wolverine because Bob Hoskins, if you don't know who Bob Hoskins is, he played Mario in the Mario Brothers movie. That little guy. <laughs> that, that was Captain Lou Albano that <laughs> played Mario. It's Bob Hoskins. <laughs> and I guess the reason Stan Lee wanted So they went the other way with Hugh Jackman. Yeah, they the, went uh, tall. Yeah, like 6'5", Australian guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was tailed. It was supposed to play this little uh, mutant fella. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you want me on my knees or do I uh, just crouch? <laughs> But, so, yeah, this is the last but, one. Uh, the uh, plot looks crazy. You know, it's going to introduce X-23 into the movie world, which, of course, is, like, his little clone, the little, like, daughter clone thing that he has. And then, like, once again, believe it or not, the movie's set kind of in the future <laughs> once again, and the X-Men are once again disbanded. 
And uh, I guess they're all gone this time. Like, who knows? And so it's just like Wolverine and like a senile, like the sun is kind of setting for Professor X. <laughs> yeah. Which seems like a very dangerous thing to do with a guy who can control everyone's minds to have a crazy Alzheimer's attack. Uh, yeah. I think yeah. it'd be crazy. You're like, oh, is that my old dog over there? And you're just acting like this guy's old dog because is the world. this you're guy is the more, most powerful uh, mutant in the Starting world. the apocalypse. Yeah, I think the second Professor X is like, I forgot where I put my keys. Like, you know we have to kill you, right? Like, it's become a little dangerous, yeah, Professor yeah. X. So they're living around together, and I don't know. I guess yeah, and now they're Mr. trying Sinister, to... Sinister, I think, is the bad guy in this one. And he's trying to capture the little... Uh, the little uh, Wolverine. I think she escaped from them, is what's happening. Okay, here. I see. They're potentially they the ones that clone. protector. Yes. So we'll see. But it's the last one. It's getting great reviews. Like, so far, like, the critics that have seen it have loved it. I really think it's a great... And I think a lot of that has to do with it being rated R, where you can kind of, like... Yeah. And then even the trailer kind of, like, breaks the fourth wall, too, where he's like, oh, she loves X-Men comics. It's like, wait, what the fuck? Yeah, which is another kind of Marvel move. They were just at yeah. Deadpool, which is breaking the fourth wall. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, even in the trailers of this one... She's slitting throats and uh, reading, reading X Men comics. comics. Like, oh, I do it just like Wolverine <laughs> does. So I don't know. I'll see it. Like everyone, I'll always say I'll see it. And yeah, just, like if history repeats itself, I'm going to give it a pre-review and say it stinks. <laughs> I've only been wrong once, and that was with Ant Man. But I, I think, think that's only, the uh, interesting thing. I think that's one of the interesting things, though, with this is that, uh, like we were saying before, coming minutes ago, that is that it's kind of time for an X Men franchise reboot, and all of the writing is on the wall right now. Sure, all the you know contracts are coming to an end. I just didn't know you would go from Professor here. Professor like, X is gone. Professor Wolverine. X is gone. Wolverine's gone. One of their plans too is to like move forward with like the X Force, maybe like New Mutants uh, movies, where it's like a younger group of mutants now, or like the new X Men. Yeah, yeah. There's talks of like see, a I think that they should start over because especially when the X Men franchise started, it was kind of before this world of sure. mega, absolutely, like comic book universes or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I feel X Men is really one of the most logical. You know, uh, franchises for a whole commingled universe. Yeah, you can where everybody's been like for it, years. Yeah. There's been thirst for a Gambit movie, mm-hmm. and I guess now they're tall close of Channing Tatum finally playing Gambit in some yeah. potential movie. That development, but there's hell, like, but yeah, yeah, you know, but uh, there's like it's the perfect you know recipe for one of these great comic book franchises. It's kind of been universally disliked by comic fans every step of the way. Hopefully it goes out on a bright note with the good mm-hmm. Logan, but I feel like everybody's finally kind of happy and rooting for the this current franchise of the X-Men to finish. Yeah. And I think instead of going to an X-Force New Mutant thing, they should just restart it. But instead of restarting it, you know, I mean, they could have also just kind of like base it around like the Deadpool movie. Deadpool was such a hit. Everyone liked it. The X-Men were involved. So instead of rebooting it, just kind of like having that be now like their new Iron Man. Like what Iron Man was to like the Marvel movies. Like, fuck it. At this point, start with Deadpool. And just yeah. like, oh, also the X-Men are a thing. And no, like, I mean, I guess yeah. they definitely could just, you know, they already kind of have like, contained, tried at this point, maybe if they've got Deadpool, maybe before anything else, release a Gambit movie mm-hmm. or another X-Men character before. But I'd say launch right back into a Wolverine movie. I think Wolverine is an iconic way. character that would still continue to sell and just for an example, like, there's been a million different Batman franchises since mm-hmm. Wolverine started, a couple different Spider-Man since uh, yeah. Wolverine started, whatever, like, the, you know, comic book buying audience isn't going to shy away from a new Wolverine. Hey, we just had the Wolverine. Yeah, we don't exactly. want a new Wolverine. Yeah. I want to wait 
ten years before the next yeah, Wolverine. Yeah, exactly. The we'll buy a new Wolverine. Yeah. You know what I mean? So maybe if you want to keep, you know, uh, there's another Deadpool in the works. Maybe you want to mm-hmm. do a second Deadpool, a Gambit, throw a Storm movie, get Halle Berry to play Storm, and get one of those movies out there. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> and, you're right. Uh, you could just and then do a get a Wolverine movie, and then have a couple of these individual character movies before a big X- X-Men movie. I see what you're doing there. Well, they are kind of like branching off too, like with Deadpool and like kind of like different like standalone things. Like, yeah, you know what? Fucking like this is a standalone thing, but it's in the universe. FX has that show now, Legion, which is insane too. It like takes place like in the X Men universe, but it's <laughs> definitely like its own standalone thing. It's fucking crazy. It's from like yeah. the writers and makers and like directors of uh, the Fargo series on FX. So it's like good writing, and, and like it does a, have a kind of eerie psychedelic feel. You it know definitely what I mean? does. It's like, it uh, has like that Twelve Monkeys kind. Yeah, of Yeah, I don't feel. know if it's just anything in like those loony bins or a little bit. You know what I mean? It's got that like. Yeah. Uh, Whatever TV and like movies have made me imagine what like a loony bin is in. Like if any of like my friends just like had a normal problem, I was just like, oh, I had to spend a couple of days in psychiatric ward. No one came to visit me. Like yeah, of course we didn't. Like <laughs> yeah, history yeah, has shown me that those are the craziest I'm getting fucking places up. in the world. Yeah, and there's also a 50-50 yeah. chance I might not be. Walking Every time out. your friend shows up, next thing you know, like I fucking... might be too stoned to just say something weird. <laughs> but like oh, could you imagine if that? Yeah, right. I might like walk around the wrong corner and like witness some guy getting lobotomized. The next thing you know, I'm fucking incarcerated for any of those things. <laughs> any of those I saw things. American Horror Story season yeah. two. I know how that shit happens. Yeah, I've seen anything with uh, <laughs> best any best Looney Bin movie, Dream Team, Michael <laughs> Keaton and uh, Greg Lloyd or whatever his name Christopher is. Lloyd. Christopher Lloyd. Christopher Lloyd. Go Brown. to the Yankees game. Yeah, it's, uh, that's but a that's a here for another. <laughs> it's a franchise for another day. That's a closer look for. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's a closer look for another time. But yeah, so I guess that I guess is true in the Marvel. That is apparently that's one of these things that so far from what I've seen, there has not been any direct correlations to the Marvel universe. But it's apparently the X-Men universe. or the X Men universe. Yeah. But it's apparently in the same. Yeah, because they call them mutants and it's like owned by the same company. It's FX, which yeah. is obviously Fox. So it's like their first time like doing now like a TV show, kind of like Marvel's Agents of Shield, where it kind of ties in, but yeah, like yeah. they'll never be on any of the movies, and none of the movie stars will ever be in the show. <laughs> There's not even the illusion that, like, one of them might show up in the show because they're all like, no, we've all retired. Like, we <laughs> yeah, don't do this shit true. anymore. They could maybe get, yeah, they're not they're not squeezing a cameo out of Jackman. Yeah, having said that, though, it's, like, a really good show. It's, like, a standalone, like, doesn't have to be an X-Men show. It's just, like, like I said, like, so far it's been really good, like, really interesting. Definitely. But I guess, like, talking about, like, how it's, like, the, uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. to Avengers, that uh, big Avengers news, I guess, would be that they've just released a video showing Robert Downey Jr., Chris Pratt, and Tom Holland, all who play Star-Lord, Spider-Man, and Iron Man, and Marvel movies, just broke ground on the new Avengers, Avengers movie that's coming out, yeah. the Infinity Wars. Like, Production officially underway as, uh, officially starts. via evidence on Chris Pratt's Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> As Chris Pratt's Instagram would indicate that they're fucking actually doing this thing. Well, that he shares with Anna the Ferris. $8 billion movie contract didn't sign the deal. We got yeah. an Instagram post that seals it up for us, but... That's all you need. Yeah, staying in the whole franchise. And there's still so many of those movies that come out. Like we said, like, Logan is the uh, really early summer movie, but we got the new Spider-Man coming out. We got the new Thor coming out. We got the new Guardians of the Galaxy coming out. Yeah. And then, after all that nonsense, then, then's the Avengers movie. So it's, there's... Yeah, they're doing it right. Now. They're taking advantage of all of these specific yeah. characters. But this is going to be the big one. This is the two-part one. Like, after this, like, again, like, all their contracts kind of run out. 
The good thing that they've done, though, is established all these new characters, though, that they can keep going. Be like, oh, those were the old heroes. We're the new heroes. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. They've, they've already, so like, many had the smarts to, like, have, like, 22 movies to build up to it that they've been able to sneak these characters, like, into these movies. Yeah. So it's not like, who's this one now? It is a dangerous thing, is uh, though, with these big franchises, they kind of get bigger and uh, mm-hmm. going to take more time in between productions of each film. It might be harder to keep the sure. same continuity amongst and actors. Kind of say, I guess it's kind of like a learning curve ground, too, because like I can't really think of anyone that's ever done this before. Like, oh, we know we've made like 20 of these fucking movies with all the same the actors. Same you know what I mean? Thing, yeah. like, and I guess we're kind of already starting to see some of that come in trouble with the new Batman yeah. movie franchise, just in, like, as we're talking about comic book movie, franchise movie news. Mm. But Ben Affleck, latest development the Batman franchises, Ben Affleck wants out of the suit all of a sudden. Yeah, well, not even that. Like, he's definitely, it's 100% confirmed that he's, like, walked away from directing duties, which was, like... And I think it's because his brother just directs and wins an Oscar for Manchester by the Sea. It's a good film. (laughs) Now, the next thing Affleck's got is a bad Batman coming up, and he's like, Jesus Christ, I've got to go to Thanksgiving with these fucking guys. It's one of those things, too, where it's not even necessarily that Affleck's a bad Batman. So far, there's been bad scripts and, like, bad directors, yes. you know what I mean? So hearing that he was going to play Batman in a directed movie by him, because he's proved it over and over again, yeah. he's a great director. He is. So you think, like, all right, he's going to direct this one, and now he'll just be like, nah, I'm not doing it. Like, yeah, hey. yeah. But I think that, I mean, kind of what we were, it's ironic with the whole Wolverine discussion, I feel that it was kind of dangerous to play Batman in a whole new Batman franchise quickly. so quick on the heels of a great... Yeah. Batman, though. Everybody loved Bale as the all-time best Batman. They did. People haven't really liked as much as they've liked Hugh Jackman. For sure. The Wolverine character has kind of been a dud in terms of these big comic <laughs> movies. Bale was like the most beloved Batman. Fucking two months later, they've got Affleck doing it. And also starting, I think, in like a bad way with the Batman, Batman versus Superman. They rushed that movie, so that they was not did. liked. The, car- the Batman, like getting used to Affleck as Batman right after Bale as Batman is and tough. especially such a so dangerous like it's move. just a looking an uphill battle for him. For sure, because like, there was a big enough community that didn't want to see him play Batman. They still have like remember him as Daredevil. Yeah. So the second you, have... I still remember him as the douche from fucking. <laughs> <laughs> what was the what was the movie that I hated? Which one? <laughs> oh wow! I still remember from the douche's Goodwill Hunting. <laughs> That's still what I primarily <laughs> think of Affleck as. <laughs> but they're a really cool yeah. guy from Salt Lake City Punk, you know. So. <laughs> yeah. Right? Or uh, the shitty bartender from 200 Cigarettes. <laughs> R.I.P. Affleck. Wait, no, what are we talking about? <laughs> yeah, so no, like, R.I.P. It's been Affleck, a rough 2017. R.I.P. Affleck superhero news, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, no, definitely. So he wants out of... And that's only going to, inf- like, infuriate the Batman fans. And it's just, like, it's, a rough thing for DC of just, like, they answered too quickly to Marvel. Like, once they kind of got it together, like, all right, we're going to do it like this. And then there's all, like... The first Superman was good. Like they started off like, ooh, all right, yeah. they're gonna go dark, and then just again, like you said, they just went too quickly with him. Like, all right, what's the second one gonna be? Like, oh, Batman and Superman are gonna fight. Like, who's <laughs> yeah. Batman? Ben Affleck. Like, they're gonna the fight fuck? for the first forty minutes, yeah, then like, obviously join forces. What's in the going end. on? <laughs> yeah. and they just like, I don't know, man. It's they didn't like, even pull like a uh, Macho didn't... Man versus Hogan WrestleMania style. You start a con, like have a little bit of conflict with Batman and Superman over a movie before they get yeah, it together. But... Before the first movie first. was even over, like. They were already on the same, but anywho. But so, I do think there is an element to the fact that, like, uh, you know, Clooney. I think that Affleck, Clooney. No, I want to hear. 
I was going to say that Clooney at one point played Batman and has kind of always been embarrassed by whatever. Well, there was that crazy time too, where like, like a bi- like a bigger actor, you know, they might be having second thoughts with getting yeah. involved in a comic book movie franchise. As opposed they should to just keep doing like, that. Like you're right though, like the light. Tim Burton era of just they just start changing Batman's. It's the worst the movies get. Just like a different actor, <laughs> like Kilmer, Clooney. Bale, Affleck, Brad Lillard, <laughs> yeah, it's Batman, Jonah Hill. <laughs> so that's, uh, I mean, they couldn't get worse. The DC movies couldn't get worse. But enough of the comic book movies, kind of like what you saw as post on Facebook, big Star Wars news. They, uh, yeah, shifting gears completely from comic book news to Star Wars news. Exactly. But we... Uh, <laughs> You first might have heard it from us breaking on our uh, Facebook page at facebook.com backslash geeked up podcast where we announced the episode eight title of Star Wars. And a big spoiler alert, by the way, if you because, yeah, if you don't want to find out who is the last Jedi, yeah. you don't want to watch. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. we give it away. Yeah. We give the last Jedi away. There's yeah. no point in watching the movie. After. But we think it is. And of course, it's no other than... Uh, <laughs> I mean, no, we should have named this kid, but uh, yeah. the fat Star Wars kid from YouTube. Yeah, then the lightsaber fat kid. <laughs> yeah, he's the, uh, obviously the last Jedi. But the in one, this video, the Devin Jedi. did post, I have, however I noticed, Devin, or the Geeked Up show, rather, posted the uh, a remix of the video, which added some special <laughs> yeah. effects to the fat kid, which you think might not help. Shockingly, adds <laughs> a lot to this fucking fat so playing with the light. You'd think it couldn't get any better than him just alone in a green screen playing. When yeah. you add a couple of lasers zooming in and out, it makes it somehow <laughs> even more hilarious. So definitely check out the Geeked Up Facebook page mm-hmm. just to check out the video, if nothing else. Yeah, if nothing else. Or just look it up on YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> you can do that, dude. You're an asshole. <laughs> or now you can just, yeah, check out the remix on YouTube. So I think you got to search Fat Kids Star Wars YouTube remix <laughs> Geeked Up. But uh, so the real Last Jedi, though, is up for question, I guess. Everyone else might not agree with us who we think it is. But that is the official, the official name title. of Episode 8, Yeah, this Star cool. Wars. No film has been released yet. No pictures from the movie have been released. You know what I mean? Like, there's Yeah. No, we, have, we don't know anything yet. All we they have is, like... given the official kind of first uh, graphic of the iconic Star Wars print title. However, yeah, this time... Like the font of in Star a very, Wars. Ominous red yeah, font. Dark, the last Jedi. And it's, yes, it's called The Last Jedi. So, what does that mean? I mean, I think the spoiler is that in the opening side scroll of episode seven, and movies literally starts off The Last Jedi, Luke Skywalker, is missing. So yeah. Maybe is that what we're just calling this guy now, The Last Jedi? Or does it mean he's going to die and I mean, is The Last yeah. Jedi? That would definitely kind of be common sense logic, would be that in the next movie, Luke Skywalker would actually die, leaving Rey to be the last Jedi. However, my kind of... Do I have perhaps a grammatical point where is Jedi one of these plural words? (laughs) Does it imply a singular Jedi? There's not Jedi's. No, you're right. You know, there's like... like, deer. Yeah, so exactly. So, I mean, how many... Is it the last deer? There could be 15,000 of these fucking things. The Jedi's are coming. (laughs) No, the Jedi are coming, stupid. Yeah. So, (laughs) the last Jedi... You know what I mean? Maybe there's oh. potentially they go to another planet and there's a whole planet of Jedi's. <laughs> oh, yeah, we've been here the whole time. Don't blow our cover. <laughs> yeah. And there's, oh, we got the last Jedi over here. <laughs> but then it wouldn't be the last of the Jedi. <laughs> yeah, but then there wouldn't be a good Just episode like eight out of nine. Dummy saying, the last Jedi. Yeah. But yeah, so it's probably 
But Ray if Luke is dies, the last, then that's my whole beef. It's like, do you really they make these movies now just to watch like my childhood heroes get slaughtered? <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I didn't need to know seven, eight, nine how they all died. I mean, uh, spoiler. I guess I won't insert hacky Carrie Fisher but, joke here. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. I guess she's gonna have to die. And that's the whole thing too. Apparently, she's filmed all of her uh, scenes already for eight. Nice. So nine's gonna be tricky. <laughs> We're going to be in trouble. We're going to be digging deep for episode nine. Yeah, but... that's it. Like, is Chewie going to be the last man standing? He's like, <laughs> Well, I mean, Amongst everybody from... friends. I mean, a lot of... I don't want to say everybody, but a lot of the characters from the earlier star, episodes one, two, and three, no longer with us by episodes seven and eight. So yeah, one, two, and three would have been forever ago. Like, you know? Jar Jar is long dead. Yeah, I know, but by the time episode four, by the time episode nine rolls around, episode four would be a long time. Yeah, away. exactly. It would be reason to indicate that well, all then those then guys. Let me just assume that they just all died of old age, lived happily. Well, hey, you're the one that wanted to ride this boat yeah, all the way I to did. the end. I, I still <laughs> you know? do, but like, come on, you're the one checking out episode eight, and nine. You know, We're shit gets real. Don't worry, the one Ewok makes it to the end. <laughs> the adorable Even Yoda's one. dead. I mean, what the fuck is there? Uh... I mean, Yoda died epically. He just, like, disappeared. <laughs> like, Which, is he really dead? Is perhaps Yoda yeah. the last Jedi? Oh, is, jo- is Yoda Snoke? <laughs> is he the bad guy? Yeah, so there's a lot of questions and a lot of answers yet to be determined. We mm-hmm. And we still have a movie poster to come out to help yeah. answer some of these questions before opening day, which is unfortunately fucking yeah. 12 months from now. It's going to be a while. We're in the early phases of speculation, but The Last Jedi. The Last Jedi. Who is it? What does it mean? Will it be good? I'm still of going Jar Jar. I'm still going Jar Jar? But then I guess we, that is coming out uh, hot on the heels of... Rogue One, which is uh, yeah, which was the most recent Star Wars, not in the chronological the episode. first time they've ever uh, done that, like in a movie wise. There's been plenty of like TV series and cartoons yeah. and things and books and novels and comic books that take place in the same universe, but never as a movie, not been like one of the chapters. Yeah, you know what I mean. And conceptually, I feel like they it was great. I feel like they really pulled off a great job of that was awesome telling a story, mm-hmm. a Star Wars related tale leading up the. End of it, how it ended leading up kind of directly yeah. into the beginning of episode four, really tying everything together oh. in the last couple minutes of the movie, really, like, really, really wrapped up and put you in the episode the classic, four like, kind of feel. group getting together. And like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It really was, I guess they weren't Jedis, but it was like a ragtag. It was like yeah. the little giants of Jedi getting together. <laughs> Just a bunch of fucking, yeah. like, the ice box and fucking <laughs> kid with glasses. Like, literally the Asian guy that couldn't see. He's the little nerdy one with glasses. Yeah. That's the comic relief. There's the big fat fucking guy. There was, And I never knew there was so many, like, Asian non-Jedis in Star <laughs> yeah. Wars. Like, every other time they go and visit, like, these other creatures, they're, like, space alien, like, weird. It's like Chewie and Jar Jar. This time it's just a couple of Asians. <laughs> it's like they didn't really dig the... It's like an Asian guy and an Israeli. These are like the weird space <laughs> monsters that are. They couldn't get a fucking like hippo k- kind of thing flying one of these planes. It's like, no, the Spanish guy is good enough for a fucking. The Spanish guy in the pea coat is. Oh man, it was, it's different times. It was definitely Star Wars answer to Trump. <laughs> yeah. Like, and they literally had like the fucking annexation. <laughs> Only of the Puerto robots Rico. racist. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> But it was definitely great. You know, I look forward to it. was a to learning it. experience. <laughs> yeah. It was a prequel. That's why they now team up with other aliens because uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. we all don't get along. We try to pull the annexation of Puerto Rico. Yeah, they pulled it. off the miracle. It it ends got, but uh, 
you know, and they're going to give good signs for the next for the Han Solo, and then of course the Boba Fett coming out. But other potential non-linear related Star Wars movies and chapters. Yeah. But eight's the next one's going to be coming out. Obviously, not for uh, another twenty years. No, <laughs> year, it's coming up. It'll be here before we know it. But we got the title. We got the title. So that's going to be it for movie news. So of course, I guess we have to get into the big story. We've uh, been talking about it. Everyone's been talking about it. Award season's over. And of course, yeah, one of the uh, one of the biggest awards show stories ever. Yeah, it just happened. Everyone's talking about it. Of course, the award season ends with the big show. And of course, this year at the award season, there was the big flub. And of course, I'm talking about the AVN Awards. <laughs> just happened. Of course, by the big flub, we all know him as Big Flub, the ironic fat porn star. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, he finally got his lifetime achievement award. Yeah. Big flub. Big flub at the <laughs> AVN Awards. <laughs> So, uh, oh man, your BBW was... films, <laughs> Big Flub finally got, <laughs> Big Flub finally got honored. <laughs> but uh, I guess not. I guess in the minor award news, though, the Oscars <laughs> happened. Yeah, right behind the Avian Awards and Big Flub, <laughs> there was actually hilariously enough another Big Flub, and it happened at the Oscars. <laughs> and uh, everyone's talking about it that the uh, wrong movie got announced for best winner. Yeah, for Best Picture, La La Land got announced. The uh, and first of all, I gotta say, kind of surprising that it's the first time that this has ever happened. We're of t- course talking about the big Warren Beatty controversy. Warren Beatty with and, uh, Warren uh, Beatty, Dunaway. Bonnie and Clyde together. Their their biggest crime ever. That Bonnie and Clyde <laughs> <laughs> and the hackiest joke that they. I swear to God, I didn't read that out of. Uh, you should the work Daily for the News. Daily News. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I swear. I just I just riffed that one, folks. <laughs> but yeah, the uh, Faye Dunaway. And uh, Warren, Beatty. Warren Beatty totally botching, calling out La La Land, mm-hmm. right, as, as opposed to Moonlight, which is the winner. Which you know, the winner. everything gets all mixed up. Then, you know, it gets to the point where the cast of La La Land the, all comes on stage. And the they're producers, all there, they've all given, you know, they've given their full speeches, a couple of them, which I kind of feel is the uh, the biggest, like, mistake that was made in the whole Oscar flub that we'll mm-hmm. get into. But how it immediately didn't get corrected by the producers of the show, and they let it go on to the fact where the director of La La Land and the producer had already started giving their thank you speeches before it all got... How did they not say... And the winner is La La Land, and immediately yeah. some fucking idiot with like a headpiece run on stage and like whisper in someone's ear. I think I always think that the uh, people backstage, like the producers and directors of the show, would just like took a fifty-fifty gamble. Like maybe the producers and directors of um, La La Land are just super vain, and just like we'll look down and see it, and just be like. So first off, I want to thank my mom and my wife. It's like, phew, we dodged a bullet. Yeah. It's like, no they one will ever be the wiser. It's yeah, a silent agreement that way. Who's to really, uh, yeah. Uh, I don't even need this thing, you know what I mean? Because I knew all along it was going to be us. They just ripped the award up. Like, yeah. So I guess we'll kind of just run through the progress of what happened. And I guess at this point, a couple of days afterwards, we're at the, we kind of have figured out who's to blame or whatever. Much like the Trump election, we've had time to think about it, <laughs> yeah. sit down, overanalyze it's it. It's all soaked in and processed. There's people outside protesting in Union Square right now who think La La Land should have won, <laughs> that there wasn't a miscount of uh, yeah. Oscar votes. 
But we'll get into that. In terms of the actual flub, though... <laughs> we'll get into that. That never happened. <laughs> yeah. We probably won't delve too deep into the... If it, although, all right, yeah, well, we can get into it now then, motherfucker. Yeah. But in terms of whether it should have won, I didn't see Moonlight, let's just say, but... But it's you hard. are saying you saw love. I'm just going to say I didn't see Moonlight. But, uh, okay, I didn't see either one of them. But you, you got to feel that La La Land deserved it after winning, like, all of the other award shows, Best Picture, and having, like, a record-setting... Uh, number of nominations and various mm. awards or whatever like you feel like it was when i feel that kind of played into it when la la land got announced i feel like since it was an ex like everybody kind of expected it it was almost a foregone conclusion that it was gonna win yeah it was almost further added to the yeah. shock and like mayhem when they were just like no, no no this didn't win if it was the movie that hadn't nobody thought was gonna win that they were like no 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 no, you didn't win it was actually la la land everybody would have been like oh that makes sense yeah. this was so much more confusing because I feel that common thought was it was actually a movie that should have won. Sure, but I guess there's a big difference between like the Golden Globes and the Oscars too. And plus, like usually you remember, it goes. Like, hand remember in last hand, year too, the Oscars were always like, "No black people this year. We're gonna give it a try. It's been the 50th anniversary. We're gonna go back to our roots." <laughs> so they got a lot of slack for that. Yeah. So now this year, you know, obviously. Maybe politics involved, but I don't think there's terms, politics involved. Yeah, I, no, it was a, it was a good movie from what I hear. Yeah, for sure. But like I hear about all the movies that I didn't <laughs> see this year. I mean, they were all nominated for the Oscars. So I'm sure they were all good movies. But in terms of the flub, though, I guess now we've got like the big flub the or the Oscars flub. <laughs> well, we all know about big flub. That uh, speaks for itself. But I guess at this point we have like the nameless guy, the faceless guy in the Oscars staff yeah. that you know messed it all up. Their duplicate cards, sure. just people. And I guess what we should figured. also talk about is like really what happened. It was like it's Warren Beatty, it's Faye Dunaway on stage. Yeah, that's what right? I want. I want to get into the progression of what all right. Happened. Warren Beatty, like they're about to announce it. They showed the little clips. This movie, this movie, this movie. Warren Beatty opens the envelope. See, now I think it even started before this. All right, well, if I can give you my Oscar. <laughs> Conspiracy? No, honestly, this is I the think whole it thing started with by Steve Harvey. I swear to God, I think it all it's it all started when Warren Beatty and uh, Faye Dunaway came out. Right. Warren Beatty started off with the obligatory. Hey, I like it's an honor to be here yeah. and celebrating diversity among and gave one of his little political mm -hmm. correct kind of things. Yeah. However, met to absolutely zero attention <laughs> or applause or reaction to anybody. Okay? And to the point where he even looks around, like he's essentially bombing at the beginning of like his Oscar speech ceremony. Then they get into the thing where they read off the nominations. Then they do the uh card opening. Opening ceremony. Mm -hmm. At this point, when he opens up, looks at it, doesn't announce doesn't it right it. away. Just, yeah, looks at it and just makes the dumbest old man face in yeah. the world. But you might at this point think it's like, oh, Warren Beatty's having his old man moment. <laughs> like, well, then he even looks back into the card, as yeah. you can see. He looks back into the envelope and aftermath. So, and then blah blah blah. He's looking through. Then he shows it to her. She goes, Ah, you're impossible. I think that she's <laughs> yeah. so disgusted because he's been bombing this whole time that she's like, Jesus Christ, this idiot couldn't <laughs> even do. Be like, hey, I'm happy to be here for diversity thing, right? He fucks that up. Now he's trying to, he can't even do the, oh, I'm going to make everybody wait for yeah. the Oscars speech. So I think that, like, the awkwardness and uncomfortability of Warren Beatty from Just, the beginning threw her mind off. We're like, no, this guy, there isn't a literal concern of something's going wrong. Warren Beatty's just an ass that can't do anything right. So I'm going to yell out La La Land yeah. because I'm assuming it won, so. Right. If I can, I'll end. 
All right. Well, that's my theory. That's your theory. Right, he goes in because he looks at the card, and then and then my other theory is that it was really all Fade Dunaway's fault. Because well, yeah, Warren Beatty doesn't want to yell out La La Land. He reads Emma Stone La La Land. Yeah. Because apparently, look, you look what really happened is yeah, he got the wrong card. Like they make duplicates of every card, and what they did was hand him the. Uh, Best actress card by accident. Yes. Some fucking idiot. By an award that had already eating. been given. Oh, yeah, I don't know. I will take this one. Yeah. <laughs> Some fucking... drunk on champagne. So he was. Oscar like, employee. Probably like. like... You... Yeah, exactly. Sorry. And then, like you said, went out there, did the whole thing, bombed shit, but then opened the card and to read it, like, kind of confused. Yeah. And, and then he like... looks back in the envelope yeah. to see, like, is there another card? I know this exactly. one. Then he doesn't want to say it. She's going, ah, come on, you idiot. Yeah, he's You've already it. screwed it up. You She's yeah. just, like, the <laughs> nagging old lady that's fucking, like, just breaking balls on this poor guy. He's trying to do the responsible thing and not read what he's been told. A producer, and first of all, it's a huge shock to me that they don't actually go over it with them in advance. Yeah, well, I don't think that no one knows. Like, it's like a whole secret society. The but Oscar I mean, come committee. on, seriously. What, is it a, what are, the, are we bombing Yemen or well, I mean, are we reading off the best it. actor? Like, how secret do we need this? Look at We're going to all one find best, out 30 seconds later. One flub happens and everyone's going crazy. Yes, for the last three days, on these guys. Like, why not just tell them? They care about They don't want, like, the news slipped. But they tell him right before they go out. Okay, guys, you're going out just to confirm his name is... The movie is called La La Land, not L.A. L.A. Land. Warren Beatty couldn't even, like, improv for 30 seconds with the card might have been wrong. He just froze up. You think if he could go out there with the knowledge of who won? So he's like, all right, cast the moonlight. Uh, just stick with me here. Yeah, yeah. Oh Right, what do you think again. he's going to go out there? So they all, uh, so now we're going to read our num. So yeah. first up, La La Land, yeah, exactly. wink, wink, yeah, wink. Exactly. And then Moonlight, uh, Fences. <laughs> but anyway, so the uh, award for La La Land goes to La La Land. He's an actor, like, acting surprised and pretend, like, knowing you're, he's got one line, he can remember it. He's like, he's a big enough of an actor to be reading out the nominations, he's come this far, he can act, he can give you a surprise, I do it every time All I right. get a birthday gift, I have to act surprised and to my mom. that it's aspect that with you, I agree with you. I think he can act his way out of a situation, and I'm going to go with my theory on it, since everyone's picking it apart and pulling their theories. My theory. We all have our theories. I gave my theory. My theory is, and there's a lot of weight to it, I feel like, it's just that Warren Beatty's insanely racist. <laughs> <laughs> like, he went out okay, there. Okay, so he saw Moonlight and called an audible. He went out there with Faye Dunaway. He looked at the card was, like, convinced it was going to be Lala. <laughs> or at least not Moonlight. You know what I mean? <laughs> if you looked at his old racist face, you know, and he opens the card, he looks at it, he knows it sees Moonlight, he doesn't know what to do. He panics, he kind of shows it to Faye Dunaway, and Faye Dunaway just <laughs> panics too. I don't know a lot about Faye Dunaway, but I know yeah. how she looked. I imagine she's an old She's from the same era boy. as Bonnie, as a... Uh, yeah. Name me one Warren black actor she's made out with. <laughs> you know what I mean? And then uh, she just screams out. I heard she blew Nat King Cole (laughs) back at the uh, (laughs) Cotton Club. (laughs) So she just panics and screams out the whitest movie (laughs) that she could think of. Like yeah. La La Land. She almost said Forrest Gump. I was like, Forrest Gump! Like, yeah. oh, shit, no, La La Land. The one with the singing white kids. So then if you don't believe me, like I know if you think this argument doesn't have like any uh, leg to stand on, I will show you to uh, the movie Bullworth, <laughs> starring Warren Beatty, also directed yeah, by Warren Beatty. starring Warren Beatty, but apparently created, <laughs> yeah. written and created, and inspired by Warren Beatty. Uh, yeah, and if you don't know the plot of uh, Bullworth... If you only know the yeah. soundtrack without EV... Ghetto <laughs> Superstar, Praz, IMDb, and Maya. Get 
Saddam the plot of the movie Saddam. is that he is like a senator that's down his luck. I guess he's a drunk. He's gonna try to get someone to kill him. I don't know. <laughs> but at some point in the movie, for no real reason, he just starts acting like I did in eighth grade. <laughs> and like, yo, yo, what's up? <laughs> my back he goes Wigger. <laughs> yeah, big time. But it's just like insanely like just racist. Like this is how you guys act. Yeah, right? I'd be accepted. If it was a stereo, if you're looking at it as like a stereotype, then yeah, uh, I like every the best portrayal. Extra, every black extra in that movie was just like, wait, what fucking movie are we standing in for? He was doing like a deaf comedy jam comic. <laughs> yeah, dude. Like, so yeah, that's what I think <laughs> happened. But, uh, well, based on Bullworth, well, hey, I mean, I guess because if Bullworth... you even look at Beatty's face at the end, like, all right, fair enough, the Emma Stone thing, but he holds on to it, like, fucking, like, there he, is a moment he's where a good he's friend because, like, Faye and... Dunaway screams out La La Land, and Warren Beatty is like, fine, fuck it. Like, he never, like, tries and to interrupt and be like, no, what no, kills no. me about how Warren Beatty's talking. <laughs> Again, Faye Dunaway, why does she scream La La Land? She didn't even read La Like, it doesn't say La La Land. It says Emma Stone. Which and then in small letters must say La La Land. But she just, La La, just read it, you idiot. What do you, La La Land. Like, why do you not even read it first, you that dumb bitch? more weight to my story, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. She panics and, uh, and then I do like your theory about just hoping that nobody, like, the Oscar <laughs> yeah. committee is just like, Jesus Christ, who would ever know if it's like, a parent? such a big secret the only people that would really Warren Beatty and Faye Dunaway will probably drop dead tomorrow they'll keep the secret themselves like nobody but, if but you who would ever need too, to know it would just be between those three Warren Beatty Faye Dunaway and then like the uh, yeah well after like the director producer figures it out too he's just like yo like Moonlight won like, ha, ha. he's like no this isn't a joke you guys won and if you look behind him Warren Beatty's just standing there <laughs> grinning like the village oh, dude. still holding That's the card that's actually a great call and just yeah. being like hey, that he literally, like, he literally like, turns around and just fucking like, rips the card <laughs> yeah. out of Warren no, Beatty's seriously. hand. No, seriously. Like, you no, idiot look. that hasn't done anything. <laughs> yeah. That was definitely Warren Beatty only made like the problem worse for himself, just looking like a doddering old fool. <laughs> yeah. But after they finally settled everything out, stopped the show to demand that he give his public apology. And everybody's just like, yeah, all right, Warren. Like, he's like, no, everybody, please. I read the card. I wasn't joking. It's just like, yeah, nobody thought you were joking, dude. Like, it was obvious. Obviously an accident. We Nobody thought, thought you tried to pull a prank a on us. Yeah. We're just like, get some water. Take a seat and get some water. <laughs> like, nobody was fucking thinking that you and Ashton Kutcher like, were <laughs> teaming up for the next uh, series of Punked. Oh, my God. Yeah, <laughs> but God bless him. He stood out there and gave his apology. Yeah, he was definitely because he was already getting railroaded. Because even Kimmel's like, Warren, what did you do? He's like, nothing, literally yeah. nothing, literally. I opened up, it was the wrong thing. Then I said nothing, and stupid yeah. Faye Dunaway starts yapping Faye away. Dunaway's <laughs> yeah, disappears. Where is she? Where's her public apology? Back into the shadows yeah. for the next twenty years. Until <laughs> so she comes to ruin another award. She's got show. one of the cast of Moonlight <laughs> driving her home. <laughs> Where's Faye Dunaway's blame? Where's her moment in the hot seat? Yeah, once again, she saw a shit here in South, found her patsy. Like, you might have been told, like, Beatty, let's go. And he's just yeah. like, no, she was there. actually, no, what am I talking about? She was smiling. going, get up there and apologize, stupid. <laughs> what are you doing back here? Get up there. She's by the uh, craft food table having some champagne, fucking chatted up with Rosario Dawson or whoever. I don't know. But, yeah, really, man. But. <laughs> But yeah, poor Warren Beatty. Yeah, Beatty got blamed for everything. And then the show goes on. Kimmel had the best line with the Steve Harvey. Uh, yeah. 
And then, so he was then the first all in all, one to that make that joke. That was uh, how, all in all, how did you feel? So then I guess that was the big award. Was at, yeah, was and the greatest thing too, this happened like the one time I sat and watched the Oscars through the whole time because Kimmel was the host. You know what I mean? If yeah. this would have been Billy Crystal, there's no <laughs> fucking way I would have yeah, said you wouldn't that. have made it. No, I think Kimmel was a great host. I think one of the only other people that was like a better host than Kimmel, and just for the fact of just like how visibly mad the actors got was uh, Gervais. Of just okay, like, yeah, it's Gervais the Oscars, definitely. they're all there to celebrate, and this Ricky Gervais just ripped him so hard that Robert, there's a great clip of Robert Downey Jr. just like having this meltdown, like when like Ricky Gervais brings him up, he's like, oh, the next actor has all done heroin, has been fired from multiple films, and most of his films sound like pornos, kiss, kiss, bang, bang, wink, wink, and Robert Downey Jr. just gets on stage, he's like, you're really mean, like this has been a really mean night, yeah. we're supposed to be having we're trying fun. to have fun, you're it's really like, mean, it's like, oh, dude, this is the best, <laughs> Like, dude, you guys are getting like Jeff Rost at the <laughs> yeah, Oscars. But besides that, Kimmel did, a, Kimmel did a great job. You know what I mean? Like he did do a great job. He kept it fun. He did his. Uh, he was, you know, I guess this this year in the whole wake of the election stuff, there was a lot of talk about. I guess ABC even told him to stay away from the political stuff, and I feel yeah. he did a good job making some politically oriented Trump jokes without making it like yeah, a preachy political based stuff. Thing. Yeah, like throwing the Meryl Streep thing is just yeah. like was a good way to attack Trump without getting politics exactly. involved. Another just, scapegoat. <laughs> yeah, and again, which just points out that was a new Trump thing that I've uh, heard. But how hilarious is Trump's attack of Meryl Streep, by the way. She's an overrated whore bag. I could act circles around Meryl Streep. Like, this guy really is hilarious if he's just atta- if he's yeah. attacking Meryl Streep well, for whatever reason. Well, that's the other reason. epic thing, too, like, is uh, Jimmy Kimmel live-tweeted Trump. Like, and, yeah, making stage. fun of Trump for tweeting a lot. Is and then like, Trump still responded to that, like, not to the tweet, but I was like, of course I wouldn't respond to Im- imbecile Jimmy Kimmel. <laughs> Desperate for ratings. Fake press. <laughs> yeah. But uh, so that was a good way to kind of handle that. Then he did a lot of his. He kept his Matt Damon feud yeah, going. Yeah, that classic gag that was like spawned from his show. That's become like such a thing. Like it's been on award shows before. Yeah, too. yeah. Like it's just like they're always on the red carpet like, throwing shit at yeah, each other. Yeah, like Hollywood prank. Like how much they hate each other. And the I great f- thing about it too is how just well Kimmel sells it. Yeah, I'm yeah. Just like he has no, a sarcastic a undertone. Yeah, yeah he's just yeah. like disgusted by Matt Damon. Yeah, I think but like, I did feel they that... had too many of them though. No, every other break bad, was like, a Matt. That was like all they had. Like after the opening monologue, there was a couple. They brought the uh, bus in from off the. They had a couple of their gags. That was but good. Towards the end of the show, it was just every other in between awards was him and Matt Damon like doing. He's tripping them. He's playing them off. <laughs> yeah. He's yelling. It's like, Although right, I, I did it. think it was good how they slipped the uh, clip in how like the actors were doing like their heroes like Seth Rogen watched uh Back to the Future and walked out with like Marty McFly which like when Seth Rogen was watching Back to the Future I was like oh Christ like he's gonna come walking out there with uh, Michael J. Fox and it's gonna bum me out like it always does when I see Michael J. Fox it's <laughs> yeah, yeah. like tick tick like oh fuck why why do it dude like we know you're sick we all love you yeah, yeah, like yeah. don't make us have to watch it like, dak, 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 dak. like holy shit but it was good how Kimmel, like, slipped in the, uh, I thought that was funny, the Matt Damon, like, when he's watching Matt Damon's We Bought a Zoo. Yeah, yeah Again, yeah. another jab. I get what you're saying. It was, there was just a lot of them. They were where I could have done it with maybe, like, five less Matt Damon versus Jimmy Kimmel gags. However, all in all, yeah, I definitely felt he did a great job as a host. Yeah. It's Kimmel. Everyone likes Kimmel. Yeah, very, very likable. Other than that, I guess it was kind of lucky that the, uh, whole flub thing happened because there wasn't really much Big flub? heat around. Or, uh, <laughs> flub. 
yeah, the because there wasn't really much heat around the movies or the awards in general. I guess. Yeah, no. I Except guess for the, the one interesting ending. thing that uh, that was that I saw was during the Casey Affleck uh, mm-hmm. awards some uh, award speech for the Best Actor award. He went out. His first thing was he thanked Denzel in a very classy way. He goes, "The uh, first acting lesson I ever got was watching Denzel when I was younger." To Denzel, who totally stonewalled him, <laughs> yeah. I felt by watching it was awkward. I felt that he was just really pissed that he didn't win for his role of Fences, which I did not see. But based on the one second clip that I saw in the like during the Oscars, right. it looked like he deserved the award. I yeah, don't know. Yeah, yeah. Sad <laughs> movie. Has been talking about. Yeah, it. based on the like thing that they showed as his best octave. Uh, well, the other uh, thing with that, too, is that, like, Brie Larson refused to clap. Brie Larson, who, of course, won best for a room last year. Yes, now I'm hearing about she, this. Yeah. I just, this broke to me, too, man. I didn't know, but people on Twitter were talking about it. Apparently, that, like, Casey Affleck was, like, charged with, like, sexual harassment. Yeah. Sexual harassment. And a total Which shock. was settled out of court, by the way. Like, I'm not saying he did do it, didn't do it. I'm yeah. not taking a side here. He didn't do it. But, uh, <laughs> but like, Brie Larson was like, nah, I'm not, cla- yeah. I'm not clapping for him. And then Twitter. The and a total shock that like, a guy. No way. <laughs> Once again, sexual deviant won the Academy Award. Mel Gibson almost won. Casey Affleck's winning awards. And I was just like, mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I didn't know. So I, that w- I th- even uh, further added, I guess, yeah. to the whole thing because perhaps so maybe Denzel. Was either, yeah, he was either mad or uh, going on this Casey Affleck yeah, yeah. boycott. Then I guess the other thing was the uh, Mel Gibson's welcome back to Hollywood (laughs) because I hadn't really seen him. (laughs) And just his hysterical, like, he looked like he'd literally been spending his last 10 years of exile just (laughs) in a tanning bed, just showing up, like, so (laughs) overly tan. Like, yeah, I've been really having a tough time in my rehab (laughs) with my racism (laughs) and all. (laughs) I don't look millions and millions of dollars. Just never looked better. Fucking... And then, because uh, I also was not even aware. What have you been up to, Mel? Uh, uh, punching my new girlfriend in the <laughs> yeah. face and saying exactly the same the shit. Yeah, just this time I don't make sure I'm not being recorded. But uh, and you I didn't even know that he was involved in Hacksaw Ridge. Well, that's the thing. That's the funniest thing about that movie when it got released was uh, it's directed by Mel Gibson, obviously. But the movie, the studio was smart enough to know that Mel Gibson's not marketable. So it was just like, from the director of Braveheart, (laughs) Passion of the Christ. I was like, wait a second, I know who that guy is. Well, especially, I just thought it was funny that, like, for his big comeback... To be like a World War Two movie, it's like all right, hey, 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 Mel Gibson's making another movie. What's it about? World War Two? Like, wait a minute. Uh, which, what, what angle of World War Two is Mel Gibson going with here? Like, no, he's remaking Mein Kampf. You didn't hear? Yeah, it's Mel Gibson's World War Two tale of all the fucking. <laughs> like unfortunate Nazi deaths. It comes from that, the yeah, from the point of view of yeah. a poor SS officer. Yeah, no, he just really wants to delve into the uh, all aspects of the story. He's a, he's an artist, you know. He yeah. did, he, he made up his own language in that one movie. <laughs> he's fully dedicated to a life of fascism in this one. You know, it's. He's in interviews, he's always about, so when I made my Nazi film, I mean World War II. <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> They were just like, and it's about like a cowardly American <laughs> life figure. Just like, wait a minute, he's about some weak coward American <laughs> World War Two Mel Gibson movie. What? what? This is all of the recipes for uh, 
No one else is catching on to this. <laughs> We're gonna give him an award. Imagine if he would have won. Like just like that's what I was watching been, like, for. The it was really like I, just, I think it would have broken. I'm like, and I don't. Yes, I do. I do mean this in a mean way. But I think it would have broken like the remaining like 35 percent of the liberal women who wasn't destroyed by the Trump election. Like that Mel Gibson wins Best Picture. He's like, yes, you stupid god. Not me saying that. Mel Gibson yeah. saying that. He like literally fucking stomps on one of those pink kitty. So he rubs the Oscar and fucking Trump comes out the genie that they have. <laughs> one wish, one wish left, boys. Yeah. <laughs> the Oscar. Thank God, yeah. Warren Beatty uh, saved the day because Gibson got after Gibson got hosed. <laughs> so I guess the uh, I guess that's only the big news from the Oscars. Other than ID Five getting snubbed for uh, best adapted screenplay, like I was, <laughs> like I was hoping. <laughs> also, though, I guess the other big, I guess, Oscar news from the Geek Point was that uh, Suicide Squad won an Oscar for best makeup, which is uh, even though my love of Marvel, now we can have to say stupid fucking <laughs> yeah. crazy Jared Leto was made up to look like such a weird drag queen that <laughs> yeah. he won an Oscar. For I know, it. seriously. Like, uh, we've been ragging on this for years. We have an eye for it. We yeah, definitely. I never saw Heath Ledger win any Oscars for... Well, he uh, did when he was alive. Oh, did that Joker? Did he win the Oscar for that? Yeah. Oh, I see. For the Joker? For... Yeah. No, for what? <laughs> I don't know. Whatever. The English Patient or whatever <laughs> shitty movie he was in before. <laughs> <laughs> was it that or Night's Tale? I can't remember. <laughs> but anywho, so that is the Oscar recap. And I guess that would be, uh, you know, you end with the big news. Keep them watering. Keep them warm. So I guess that would be the end of the news. But, of course. Big Flub's heart attack. That's R.I.P. We didn't want to start off with Big Flub. The R.I.P. news with Big Flub's heart attack. Yeah, much like Grizzly Adams. <laughs> big Flub. But uh, so that's it for the news. But, of course, like, just kind of talking about the Oscars and all these celebrities, like, in a room together, it got us thinking about something and something that we want to take a closer look at. Break out the telescope, then the microscope, all of your other scopes, it's exactly what you hold. We're gonna look real close, take a closer look, closer look, closer look. That's right, guys, it's exactly what you hoped. <laughs> Taking a closer look. We're breaking out one of the other scopes for this one, too. <laughs> and not just the microscope. <laughs> yeah, it's not and a microscope course, or a telescope. It's one of those other ones for this year. Uh, never get into a closer look without uh, giving a shout-out to, of course, Andre Davi. Woo Baby. Mr. Woo Baby himself, Andre Davi. SoundCloud.com backslash Andre Davi. Ten episodes strong of Andre Davi Beats. I guess even longer. Yeah, longer than that. It was man. episode I mean, 10 since he's been on. But ten, yeah, we got him on. Oh, yeah, that's true. That's the only time about? we could book him. We've been chasing him around forever. <laughs> We're lucky we got that. And of course, you know, well, I guess it's ten, ep MC. 10 episodes since the live rendition of the Geeked Up song <laughs> that, <laughs> that he may or may not have sung at the end of the show. Hey, Andre, do a live cut. <laughs> no, seriously. Geeked Up. Geeked Up. Geeked Up. These but, artists, you can't exactly, uh, <laughs> you can't exactly just point and shoot with these artists, you know? But, uh, so, like I said, though, we, uh, we're watching the Oscars, and all controversy aside, 
you see all these celebrities sit in the room together and just in their tuxedo and nice dresses, and you just kind of <laughs> wonder they're living the good life. It's the best day ever for these for you know, biggest superstars. They're hobnobbing with each other. Hollywood's elite. You feel like a real piece of shit sitting mm. watching in the middle of Nebraska. You'll never be there. You'll never take any part in this. Poor Sally in Wisconsin or whatever that lady, whatever that one emailer yeah. is. We're telling you say by the Bell winner. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Compare your shitty life to anybody that was at the Oscars. Yeah. If what so, does it make yeah. you want to do? It makes you want to punch him in the face. Yeah. So. Well, which one of these assholes would you want to punch in the face more? And like, why? And uh, for one of the first times, we've uh, kind of getting a little interactive. Something new we're doing with episode 20 is this time for a closer look. We uh, threw it out there on Facebook, on our Facebook page, and asked you guys, uh, all right, geeks, which celebrity would you like to punch in the face and why? Yeah, so I guess this would be a good time to plug that very Facebook page. Yeah, which is uh, facebook.com backslash geekedupodcast. And, of course, that has every episode of our show on here. And also the uh, Jedi Fat Kid, the, the Fat <laughs> yeah. Kid For no Jedi other Remix reason. video. <laughs> so really? you should definitely be making us your homepage, if not for the easy accessibility towards that video itself. But you get all your la your, your geeked up show news and then we're gonna start when we uh, gonna start throwing up our closer look up idea, closer look idea up to you guys before the show starts mm -hmm. to get your opinion. So we've been we've been playing it backwards for twenty episodes. We've been trying to get their thoughts on last week's closer yeah. look. Fuck that. Nobody nobody looks back. This yeah. is a forward looking world that we're living it's in. Two thousand seventeen, baby. That's right. Yeah. That's right. This is an interactive now. What's next kind of society. So we're taking your uh, we're taking your closer looks. Mm -hmm. Before ours, we're putting you people yeah. first. See how you guys Starting do. Starting with today, episode 20. It took us 20 episodes to try something new, mm -hmm. but we're getting there. We're doing it. And uh, so far, so good. We've got, uh, we got some good ones. <laughs> we also got some uh, shitty ones. I guess that's the first one we'll start with. So, uh... <laughs> so I get it, again, I guess, uh, just to reiterate, this is our closer look of celebrities, celebrities. that you would want to punch in, that you'd most want to punch in the face. So, yeah, so celebrities you want to punch in the face and why. And uh, so we're going to start with one. One of the ones we got in our Facebook, one of the comments was of um, a guest on the show before, a uh, comedian, blogger, Joe Simmons. Yeah, next to Andre, one of the first guests yeah. on the Geeked Up podcast. And as, uh, as a comedian, he did something good. He said Donald Trump. <laughs> yeah, he gave us yeah. a long-winded Trump joke. Yeah, so. Way to go, asshole. <laughs> Come on, Simmons. But uh, just kidding. So he did. It was pretty good. He said <laughs> it, it was very uh, joking, like he might get in trouble by the CIA. <laughs> Much feared, like uh, he's basically Secret gonna, Agent Ronnie. Yeah, he was worrying the I, same fate yeah. of Secret Agent Ronnie. Much just like Secret Agent Ronnie. But thanks for being the first interactive closer up commenter towards our new closer look. Thanks again to Joe Simmons, if not for his comment mm -hmm. itself, for giving a comment at all. Yeah, Thaddeus Herzer says uh, he'd like to punch Jerry Seinfeld to see if he says, what's the deal with that? <laughs> all right, nice. All right, so. I got a feeling he stole that joke off the internet <laughs> somehow. <laughs> I got a feeling that's a recycled thing he heard. Well, that could be one with Seinfeld. But then also, you know, uh, another I'd rather punch Kramer in the face for his <laughs> yeah. racist right. comments in Los Angeles. Um... Who else we have on here? Uh, Ashley Hughes. Now, this one's tricky. Ashley Hughes commented she'd like to punch Katie, Kitty Perry. Uh, let's say Katy Perry, right? She said she wants to punch Katy Perry in the face. And I know anyone who has seen her speak 
will know why. <laughs> yeah, I guess self-explanatory. She's going, Katy Perry, if you know who she is, yeah. needs say no more. Pretty girl, so once she starts talking, all right, I guess Ashley says she gets a punch in the face. Here's <laughs> an interesting thing about that one, though. She wrote Kitty Perry in parentheses. Now, Did she write Katy, quote, Kitty Perry, wrote, or no, just, like, quote, Kitty Perry? Kitty Perry. Okay. Now, it's controversy because Katy Perry's cat is called Kitty Perry. Kitty so Perry. Now I was actually talking about Katy Perry's cat. <laughs> it was just like, no, huge Katy Perry fan. Hate yeah. the snarky cat. Yeah, her, the, the cat's taken away all the steam from Katy, whom I love. Yeah. And if you've ever heard her talk, you'd understand yeah. why I would. But this fucking stupid cat that's always <laughs> meowing. <laughs> yeah. It's getting the right hook. Right hook to the face. And then, um, Ashley Mike Vic Hughes says, <laughs> yeah, fucking yeah, punch, punch that fucking cat, cat right in the right, face. Right in the jaw. Right in the jaw. And then uh, we got um, Jessica Ryan says she would punch Matthew McConaughey in the face because of the Lincoln commercials. And if he wasn't a celebrity, he'd just be a sleazy car salesman. <laughs> yeah, now Matthew McConaughey, I got to feel, is going to be uh, on the top of a lot of people's yeah. lists of celebs they'd want to punch in the face. Yeah, yeah. Any guy for the amount of time that he spends shirtless, he deserves to get <laughs> punched in the face, you know. Definitely the Lincoln commercials, the long-winded, like, is it deep? No, because it's a Lincoln commercial, so fucking shut up. And uh, She also goes on to say her daughter says she would punch Ariana Grande because uh, Ariana Grande because wears her daughter. leotards as a normal, everyday fashion statement. <laughs> All right. All right, I can't argue there. I'd like to uh, punch Ariana Grande for that whole donut licking incident, but uh, you know, she's their own. As long as she's I would commend more. her for encouraging her uh, child to punch a lady, but I guess who knows? And we got another good one. We got uh, Amy Doyle here writes that she would AD says she would punch Will Ferrell. Dot dot dot. I'm not even explaining myself. <laughs> Again, needs no explanation. Yeah. Now, see, this is an interesting one from AD because I think that this one might be a little bit more uh, controversial for a lot of people. Will Ferrell beloved in a lot of people's eyes. Yeah, why apparently, would you punch America's sweetheart? <laughs> apparently not an AD. I could see that, though. He definitely got hit with the overexposure, and everybody thought that like anything Will Ferrell did was the most hilarious. You know, yeah. Look, he's spoofing an ice skater. Oh, it's unbelievable. <laughs> that's true that's true I don't know I don't want to punch the guy he makes me laugh <laughs> yeah he's my person yeah, I'm friend. just uh, but I can see why he's not the first I've heard of someone that hates Will Ferrell it's, just, it's always shocking to hear <laughs> to me and then we got one more good one Seth just writes Eugene from The Walking Dead <laughs> I don't know if he means the actor that plays Eugene yeah. for no reason or he hates the character he's a Glenn guy what can you say yeah, yeah. Uh, the show's falling apart <laughs> Like that, I like to punch Glenn. So those are uh, some of your guys' uh, celebrities you want to punch. Good job, guys. Yeah, and again, thanks to everybody for uh, playing along and giving us yeah. your closer look of a celebrity that who you most like to punch in the face. Like uh, Donald Trump, for one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, seriously. I didn't see that coming only because I didn't think anybody would actually say Trump because... Yeah. But I guess uh, for me, since we're going to start off kind of you and I's kind of closer look at the, some of the celebrities we want to punch in the face. I guess since we're doing like an Oscars one, you know what I mean? Like how this is why we took a closer look at it all. And just still talking about Casey Affleck and all that. I want to punch Brie Larson in the face for uh, <laughs> not clapping for Casey Affleck. She for not showing happened. respect yeah. for Casey Affleck. Just sitting in there and being like, you know what? Good for me for not clapping. Yeah, just get down. Fucking whispering to Denzel. You know, it would be really be good if somebody uh, yeah. showed some 
crack. Get some class and yeah. not stood up for that shit. Yeah. Crack <laughs> right in the head. <laughs> well, I guess sticking for me, sticking close with the whole uh, Oscars theme, even the yeah. ca- uh, close to the Casey Affleck theme. We were talking a lot about the Jimmy Kimmel, Matt Damon whole thing. I think for me, uh, Matt Damon would be one of the actors whom I'd like to most punch in the face. And I think that they could be a very common, popular one. But for me, what makes me want to punch Matt Damon in the face, uh, what makes me want to punch Matt Damon in the face most would kind of be that, like, forced sense that he needs to try to pretend like he's still, like, a, you know, Boston Bruins season (laughs) ticket, like, Dunkin' Donuts going, like, regular Boston guy. It's like, dude, you've been a movie star since you're 18. Can you stop acting like you're just one of the, uh, like, Quincy Mackett kind of guys? Guys, yeah, you know? right. I guess the same thing would go for Mark Wahlberg then too, right? He just gets like a crack in the jaw from that same guy. <laughs> like, oh, I'm helping my brother out Wahlberg is tomorrow. Yeah, yeah no. I know. I'm working the I'm working yeah, the overnight shift. No, you're not. You're recovering from this broken jaw. Bam! <laughs> Punch in the face. Yeah. No, I mean Wahlberg. At least they've turned that into like a TV show. Sure. And I feel Wahlberg. There's like very little sense. He tries to play like he's an everyman, <laughs> but I don't think that he personally believes it as much as Damon. I think Damon actually looks at himself as like two a peas in a pod kid, yeah, yeah. both me and Brad Pitt, and you're not. <laughs> you and Brad Pitt can go fucking live the high life. Leave being a shithead to me and Devin over here, Matt Damon. Casey Affleck, on the other hand, <laughs> perfectly guy, welcome yeah. to come yeah. hang out with me. Yeah, come on, anytime, Casey. <laughs> Don't worry, we took care of Brie Larson for you. <laughs> um, I guess for me, one that is, um, again, sticking with the Oscars. Sticking with the Oscars. And a little off, a little more off-kilter. I went with Brie Larson. You went with a safe bet like Damon. I'm going to go a little edgy again. I'm going to say that uh, little Indian kid from Lion. <laughs> yeah, everyone seems to love this little asshole. He's probably a great kid, but he's doing way better than I am. Yeah, I'm yeah. The Oscars. It's always tough to see... Uh... And again, I just think it's one that no one would see coming. <laughs> it's like, oh, I'm having very fun. Bam! Yeah, you definitely get him by the surprise element. And I guess even really looking at that aspect, too, I guess like any child actor that's doing better than me. Like, the whole cast of Stranger Things. Yeah, I was going to say, every one of those skinny kids, kid bam, from Stranger bam, bam. Things. Oh, that the one that had Eleven staying over definitely deserved a good face punching just for his uh, sheer nerdy look. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I never got to actually bully a nerd when I was growing up, so it'd be good to like take out all my <laughs> as an adult live that fantasy as an adult on that little <laughs> shithead. <laughs> That's really beyond though. He had it coming. He's got the uh, Prince Valiant haircut. <laughs> the, uh... I guess kind of in a similar uh, vein with you. I would do uh, kind of out of the jealousy mode, but a guy that I, an actor I've always wanted to punch in the face, or an actor that would make me kind of make me want to punch in the face, but Seth Rogen. Oh. Just from, <laughs> yeah, just from the standpoint of how jealous I am of <laughs> Seth Rogen for being in all the best movies and like living the best life, yeah. laughing very similar to me, but being like a huge celebrity for it somehow. Yeah. The whole yeah, lazy right. pothead thing being like an endearing fact for him. He's oh. really living it up, you know? Yeah, it's like... Uh, I could do that same thing, too. Really, in his whole, like, his whole posse, too. I'd like to punch him in the face out of sheer jealousy. I'd like to punch uh, John Franco in the face just for being, like, a little too cute and fucking... Uh, yes, the lesser-known John Franco. <laughs> brother, brother to James and Dave. John Franco. <laughs> yeah, no, James you know what? I'm punching him for not being an actor. 
Yeah, I know. You know the third brother, John, trying to mind his own business? Yeah. Fuck him. Don't even get me started on Cooper Manning. That fucking piece of shit deserves it. No, but James Franco, just for like, you know what yeah, I mean? Kind of James dis- Franco. Yes, yeah. exactly. And then Jonah Hill deserves a face punching for like abandoning the hilarious fat guy sidekick, thinking that he's like above the fat guy sidekick. And That's somehow. For Oscars. Yeah, yeah like. Yeah, yeah. Like somehow looking past that, thinking, seeing, having the like the foresight to consider himself a skinny Oscar nominee <laughs> and not just being the fat fucking pothead sidekick, major punch in the face. Yeah, he he's got one coming. He's got one coming. And Cinderella, you know, I think, has one coming just because he really wouldn't expect it because like nobody would just like why. Is I'd like to uh, give Tom Hanks a good crack across the mouth. <laughs> Just because, like, you know, I think afterwards he'd sit me down and talk to me about, like, why I did it. Yeah. And, like, have me apologize. <laughs> we both have a hug and a cry. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> he'd fix the problem. Yeah. He'd dig deep to your soul. And uh, yeah, Where do you think that came from? The point of why you wanted to punch him in yeah, the face. Yeah, exactly. And we would uh, it'd be pretty happy. <laughs> That's true. No, I could see Tom Hanks being another one of those wholesome American, uh, the Amer- the American treasure that is Tom Hanks. Mm-hmm. If we're talking about uh, HBO TV actors, though, I'm going to go Jeremy Piven just before the most obvious Joe Simmons, Donald Trump reason. Of just <laughs> like I fucking just want to punch that guy in the fucking face. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And nothing did it like oversaturation of a great character. Kind <laughs> yeah, of thing. right. Because at first there was like a season or two. Where Ari was just like, hey, Andre, that Andre show is pretty good. That Ari guy is funny. Yeah, and then right. within two seasons, it was like he was a walking catchphrase, and it was just like, he was, was the show. Yeah. yeah. And it was uh, definitely, and then he really hasn't been able to move on from that. Like, you just look at him and think douchebag, you know? Yeah. Which, hilarious as a TV character, but it's <laughs> like, as much as it works for a hilarious TV show character, not necessarily. Uh, so good when you can't look past it, like, as a person, you know? Yeah, right. <laughs> when it carries over to, like, the that guy is a total douchebag because yeah, well, I feel nobody like looks at like Tim the... Allen and goes, wow, he's really good at doing cars, you know what I mean? <laughs> but somehow that Jeremy Piven is a real fucking asshole. Well, I think it's too loud of him just, like, holding it in real life, and that's why he deserves a crack in the mouth. Is that, like, I think he, like, kind of like Robert Downey Jr., who also deserves a punch in the mouth, for the same reason. It's just, like, he still, like, acts like Iron Man in real life. Like, yeah. a war show. like, hey, look at me. I'm cool. And I think Jeremy Piven did the same thing of just, like, always acted like Ari during the height of Honorage. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, you see him now, and it's just like, I mean, I'll do whatever. I'm a trained actor. It's like, mm-mm, dude. You got way too deep in that role. Speaking Here's of, a wake-up uh, call. Punch! <laughs> Speaking of uh, other HBO actors that I'd like to punch in the face, but I'd always want to punch that uh, little uh, Peter Dinklage fella. <laughs> I'd want to punch him the, just because I've always really wanted to punch a midget. And I don't know if I can, I don't know if I can amend this from the celebrity I'd most like to punch in the face to a celebrity I'd most like to gently toss into a pile of pillows because that would definitely be Peter Dinklage from Game of Thrones. Oh man, be. that's a good one. That's a uh... so Celebrity I'd most like to toss at a bachelor party, Peter Dinklage. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, uh, yeah, not a not a bad choice. The old Dink, <laughs> a little dark, <laughs> a little like. But I mean, like I said, I want to punch the kid from coming Lions, in second so. place. Warren Davis. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, see, that's funny. I'd like to punch Peter Dinklage. Don't really want to punch Warren Davis. I, like well, I mean, Warren Davis is like the uh, yeah. Robert Downey Jr. of uh, midgets. You know what I mean? He's basically where uh, Peter Dinklage and Jeremy Piven meet. You get Warwick Davis. Oh, man. But I think that's uh, 
for the most part, pretty much our punch list. I think there's uh, some we might have forgotten. Talking to you, Seal. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. Just from a rose? Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> Crack. But, uh, fucking, this is this is a Batman movie? Yeah, I've yeah. got to fucking listen to... <laughs> <laughs> so, that's ours. And I guess, like, if you write us a really good one, even though we've been reading them live... If you read us a good one, yeah. we might read it next week. And, of course, email us that one into uh, – you're done. We're not taking your Facebook messages anymore. <laughs> now you got to go to the email. you got to go to the source. Yeah, exactly. And that's the uh, Podcast at gmail.com. That's the Geeked Up Podcast. If you missed the uh, pre-show Closer Look on Facebook, get mm-hmm. the post-show Closer Look on email, the Geeked Up. That's right. And if you're uh, – Listening to us, but you don't watch us on watch us on Facebook. Watch us on Facebook. You'll see hilarious videos. If nothing else, like we said, the fat Star Wars kid. <laughs> so that's uh, Facebook.com backslash Geeked Up Podcast, where we have every episode posted from our SoundCloud page, which is SoundCloud.com backslash Geeked Up Podcast. And of course, if you don't have SoundCloud, of course you can check us out on iTunes, which is uh, just go on iTunes and search. Uh, you guessed it. The Geeked Up Podcast. Yeah, you figured it out, folks. You've cracked the code. We're called The Geeked Up Podcast. That's how you shall search for us. Yeah. <laughs> so go to iTunes. This will be there's twenty Geeked Up episodes, and the next one will be twenty Geeked yeah. Up Game Time. There's That's twenty 40 just episodes. Up. There's twenty. Yeah, Game Times. We got the news. Yeah, I guess that's what you were saying. <laughs> yeah. Close 48, 40 episodes. That's almost yeah. two days worth. Of geeked up, where yeah. if you want to get geeked up, not just go to sit sleep there, for nerd two out days, Netflix style and just binge like, listen the entire forty show catalog of geeked you know, up. One might say, get geeked up. <laughs> so that's the show, folks. Again, big congrats to all the Oscar and AVN winners. <laughs> yeah, and of course to all of our live Facebook KC Aflac, Big <laughs> Flub, the cast big of Moonlight. Congratulations to all. And uh, to all, uh, remember, if you're not working tomorrow, <laughs> why don't you go ahead and get geeked Woo-bay, up. Woo-bay, baby. Woo-bay, baby. It's time to get geeked up. Yeah. It's time to get geeked Big up. Club. Stand up, comics telling you what's Big up. Club. R.P. Big Flow. You know what I'm saying. Comic books and tech. Stuff you ain't up on yet. And if you are hooked, we're gonna go and take a closer look. And Big no Flow. <laughs> Big Flow. 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 Big